You're on the air with David Nikki on WIFC. So here it is, 837, and uh, she got the memo. It's, <laughs> there she is. Miss uh, America. Miss America <laughs> is in our studio. Yes. Here in Wausau, oh. and uh, welcome home. Well, thank you so much. It's exciting being back in Wausau. I've got the holidays to be here, just hang out and do a bunch of these media interviews within Wisconsin and virtually across the country. But I'm back in Wausau now with almost $70,000 in scholarships, which is truly remarkable. You know, prior to Miss America, I wasn't even considering grad school. And right now, I just, Monday, I had a conversation with my faculty advisor. I said, maybe I should do grad school. You know, like yeah. maybe this maybe this is going to be a thing. <laughs> you mentioned that when we talked to you going to do the Miss America uh, extravaganza. Mm -hmm. You were Miss Wisconsin and you were telling us all this. And so we were talking about the difference between being a representative of a state and then being Miss America, yes. that the scholarship dollars kind of go through the roof a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even at the state level, they're already remarkable. Here yeah. in Wisconsin, I earned, I was at $16,000 prior to going to Miss America, but other states across the country award up to $80,000 in their state to just their winner. Like, it really varies, and Wisconsin's always growing. We're always gaining more scholarship dollars uh, from year to year, and that's what's really exciting. And, you know, going on to the Miss America competition, anyone that was there walked away with that least an additional three thousand dollars in scholarships just for being there because that's what the miss america organization is about promoting women's education preparing them for the future preparing great women for the world Uh, every year the miss america organization awards five million dollars in scholarships a year to women across the country and that's just truly remarkable to promote future women's education yeah yeah it is and the let's talk about the actual event so there was a lot of stuff that happened during the week of the competition Um, so what did you have to do leading up to it and then of course let's talk about the moment during the week of Miss America, honestly, it was a lot of laughter and just spending time with the other candidates. We started in New York City. We had a day in New York, which this Wassa girl has never been to <laughs> NYC before. So hey. that was a ton of fun to be there with 51 other or 50 other incredible women uh, that some of them, it was also their first time. But then we moved on to the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, where the competition actually took place. And it was a lot of rehearsals, a lot of preparing for the competition at that point. And it, it comes back to that that laughter and the joys and the memories that I have from the week you know only 51 women have this opportunity every year you're more likely to com- have a son compete in the Super Bowl than a daughter compete at Miss America and that's just incredible because we were laughing until we were crying we had so much fun we were singing karaoke on our walk <laughs> from our hotel rooms to this to the auditorium for finals uh, just so many good memories and you know good friendships that have come out of this I was I was speaking with a lot of the candidates candidates this morning already our group chat is always busy oh i bet yeah Yeah. and the the preliminary talent competition you were the winner of yes yes that's awesome i was that was really exciting i've been playing violin for 12 years i was trained actually here at the wasa conservatory of music and walking away with that preliminary talent award was very exciting because not only was that an additional 2500 in scholarships but it was it was something that I've worked really hard on, and to receive that recognition was was awesome. Because there's playing violin, but then there's playing violin in heels, a dress, and smiling all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no so kidding. it was a ton of fun, and the support of people behind me. You know, the Miss America organization is entirely volunteer run, and so many volunteers across the country helped me prepare that talent. 
I have a feeling that everybody you know have been tagged on everything <laughs> oh, yeah. that happened up until now. Include you mentioned the Conservatory of Music, yeah. and so and I know people over there, and mm-hmm. so they're all going, "Yeah, she was here. She learned violin, and yeah. and so all it's 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 the community." But man, they just flourished and had a field day uh, watching you succeed at uh, becoming Miss America. Yeah, it's been so exciting. The Wassa community is so supportive and just over the moon thrilled. You know, that night I had a lot of these radio stations here that I interviewed with prior to leaving for Miss America. They're like, when can we get you on the air? And I'm yeah. like, all right, here's my people. Yeah. Like, reach out to info at missamerica.org. And that goes for any sort of appearance requests, any sort of media requests. Uh, so anyone, you, whoever is listening, if you want Miss America at your event, that's the way to contact. That's right. When we emailed yeah. you, because I emailed you right after you won, and I mm-hmm. emailed you at your, uh, you know, back in the day. <laughs> You know when you were Miss yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. It's been, it's but, been a busy week. A lot has happened in the oh, past week. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, I'm wondering if I'm the last person that will be emailing you at this email address. Uh, you are not. You are not. I no. mean, that, that email address is still active, but info at missamerica.org is the best way in terms of scheduling and, and reaching out to me. Uh, but beyond that, that's also a great way to learn more about the organization, learn more about, you know, maybe someone that's listening right now wants to start a Miss Wassa competition oh, sure. or start to miss central wisconsin whatever it might be yeah. that's a great place to to ask those questions okay so grace now we got to talk about what was going through your mind when you yeah. were standing up there you and miss new york yes we're standing up there and all of a sudden they announced miss wisconsin was going to be miss america yes yeah I, taking people back to that moment of just me and taryn taryn is is miss new york standing on stage together it, really at that point in time I think either of us were completely okay with whatever happened. There was so much support. You know, I was telling her, I'm like, Taryn, you're going to be a great Miss America. You're going to do so well. But the same thing was coming back to me in terms of support and love from her. And, you know, it, it worked out that I was I was what the judges were looking for this year. And I was, I after being called Wisconsin and, and then now Miss America, then it was just like screaming noises in my head. No legible thoughts, just like... <laughs> Just like noise, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it was so exciting. And then immediately jumping into the job with a press conference right after that, uh, leading, a, you know, talking to the after party as in, and announcing some of my fellow candidates as non-finalist talent and non-finalist social impact pitch winners uh, and things like that, which is so exciting. You know, there's a lot of people when they were watching uh, everything happening uh, that evening and mm-hmm. they were watching online, obviously. They're watching on their phones, their iPh- uh, iPads and uh, computers and all that, and that they they were geeking out with each other. And so I had family out in South Dakota that said, when we found out Miss uh, South Dakota was out of the running, we were all Team Grace. And I went, yeah. that's so cool. You know, <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. I appreciate it. And that's one thing that's exciting is seeing how, you know, people people are willing to set aside the differences and still support each other, still support women. And that's the really awesome thing about the Miss America organization. We're all about uplifting women, empowering them, and creating a, a better future and preparing great women for the world. Well, and Grace, you are so such a fantastic role model for all young girls. So I'm very excited that you were the one to receive this title because I think you're going to do great things this year as Miss America. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So now, will you be diving into that immediately, uh, uh, everything, or have you already uh, doing things, you know, that say, okay, here's yeah. what Miss America's got to do? 
pretty much already I've started with the day after crowning. You know, I got about three hours of sleep, you know, very, (laughs) very luxurious. Uh, Then I immediately stepped into about 20 to 30 different media interviews across the country, ranging from, you know, major news outlets to local ones from, you know, here back at home. Uh, So that really started day one, kicking off my year as Miss America. And it's continued through this week with media interviews. I do get the holidays to myself and my family, which is incredible. But uh, the new year really starts it for me in terms of stepping into the role of Miss America, creating momentum towards the clean energy movement. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for zero carbon energy and electricity sources. And that means some sort of electricity source that doesn't produce carbon that goes into the atmosphere. So sure. wind, solar, nuclear, hydroelectric, biomass, geothermal, so many of these awesome energy sources. I focus primarily on nuclear because I think that will be the major source of our power moving forward primarily because it doesn't depend on the outside environment you know that's the one downfall of wind and solar right now here in wisconsin when was the last time we saw the sun Mm -hmm. right like that's something that's a a constant difficulty uh, versus nuclear doesn't depend on the outside environment they can ramp up power they can bring it down as needed as the power demands change so that is awesome and you know there have been some new things in nuclear that i'd love to talk to you more about when we we're actually going to record a podcast so we'll have more in the podcast at wifc.com we'll talk more about that and we'll also talk more about your year as miss america yeah it's exciting i get to i get to lead a lot of discussions and speak internationally you know to people all across the globe about clean energy about women's empowerment about my experience as a woman in stem as well and share my story with many young young girls across the country who are looking to get into the stem field and telling them okay you know you're going to face challenges mm-hmm. that is unfortunately a reality i wish it wasn't but you're going to and here's here's the best way to handle them you know make sure you stay true to who you are make sure you believe in yourself and know that what you're saying is worth it and worth listening to. Well, there you go. Hey, we have more coming up. Miss America's in the house at WIFC. So more with Miss America. Uh, yeah. Grace Stanky's in the house, and it's so great. Uh, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for we having me. We knew you knew the exciting. way. Yeah. We knew you knew how to it get is, here. Oh, yeah, so didn't great. have no GPS, no nothing, just me <laughs> driving in. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. So, Grace, we had mentioned when we talked to you earlier on the air that you are a nuclear engineer, and there are some new developments in nuclear, which is pretty cool. So, Let's talk about the difference between fusion and fission. Yes, so as a nuclear engineering student, I'm currently in my last semester of getting my degree at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, but I've spent a lot of time working on both of those things. So fission is what's happening in nuclear power plants right now. It's the breaking apart of atoms, and atoms are the very smallest, tiniest things in existence. They make up everything around us. You know, they make up this microphone I was speaking into, the Miss America crown, so many things. Um, So when those break apart, that's what creates energy and creates heat heat because the basics of every single power plant is you basically have a tea kettle when that steam starts coming out of that team kettle that turns a little turbine you know think of those like windmills that you stick in your front lawn Mm -hmm. that steam just turns that turbine and that's what creates electricity so that's the basics of literally every single power plant but in nuclear we just use fission to create heat to heat up that that tea kettle so that's the very basics of fission now fusion is the opposite of that but it still creates heat. So it's two things and combining them together under extreme pressure, extreme heat to combine them and fuse them together. I like to remember, you know, fuse has a U, so building up, Mm -hmm. right? 
So Fusion last week, actually, the significant discovery that I'm sure you're talking about, the United States created its first net energy positive reaction. So that means it created a fusion reaction that produced more energy than required it to happen. Mm -hmm. And fusion really is the future of energy, I think. And it's a very long term goal, but we're continuing to research it and continuing to learn more and more about it every day. And the reason why it's so beneficial and so much that long term goal, it can be fueled by water. So imagine how cheap that is, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's no really harmful outputs or side effects or anything along to go with it, which is truly remarkable in terms of what could be possible because our, our planet will continue to grow in population. Our food needs will continue to grow. So we're going to need to continue using farmland in states like here in Wisconsin where agriculture is such a big thing. But then we're also going to need more electricity because our technology is going to continue to evolve and we're going to continue to need more power. And that's where I think nuclear energy really steps in in the short term we need to start thinking about reopening decommissioned nuclear power plants. There's two of them here in Wisconsin that we could reopen. One in Michigan that just shut down, they're actually applying to reopen for the first time to ever happen in history. That's, that's completely new for people to see a, a nuclear power plant reopen. And I think it's something we need to consider more. Uh, and obviously, we've got a lot of progression in the fission side of things as well with small modular reactors. So miniaturized nuclear power plants that still create a ton of energy. And you, as Miss America, have the opportunity to talk to a lot of people and spread this message and educate people yes. on this whole nuclear energy thing. Yeah, it's super exciting because I get to talk to people from, of all ages and all backgrounds about nuclear energy. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about nuclear power plants and what nuclear energy is and how nuclear science is prevalent in the world around us. You know, in the medicinal side, nuclear science really is everywhere. Uh, I'm very thankful my dad survived cancer twice because of nuclear medicine. He is alive today because of that. And that just speaks to the power of when we use the power of the atom for good, it can do tremendous things for the society, for society and humanity as we know it. Uh, and I'm excited to continue seeing where the medicine side of nuclear research goes, but then also see where the energy side continues to go. And talking about how, you know, in your home, you can go through, just make sure to turn your lights off. Only run your dishwasher when it's actually completely full. You know, that's something I've always got to be on my parents about and be on my roommates when I lived with roommates and everything. But reducing the amount of power that you use, one, not only helps keep your utility bill lower, but also helps reduce the amount of carbon emissions going into the atmosphere around us. Well, the real conversation that ends up happening a lot with Nikki and I, we'll go out and we'll do a broadcast like mm -hmm. at a car dealership or something like that. And right when uh, they were just talking about electric cars is we would chat with them about it. And they said, no, we're nowhere near having those because no one wants them yet. Yeah. And I was wondering, you know, what do you think is going to happen? When is it going to be the norm uh, that you'll start hearing more and more about uh, transportation where we're relying on more than just gas vehicles? Well, the transportation industry is now being mandated to switch over to electric. And that's something that mm -hmm. as people's gas powered vehicles start to, you know, get to the point of it's not worth fixing it. They have to buy a new electric vehicle now because that's what the new cars are going to be. I fully support the move to electric vehicles, but all it's really doing is changing where the carbon emissions is happening. No, it's not happening directly from the consumer or by the consumer anymore. Yeah. 
you're just plugging it into your home, which your electricity might be generated by fossil fuel plants. And in that scenario, you're still emitting carbon into the atmosphere. For people's homes that are powered by, you know, nuclear energy, which does power 20% of America already, or powered by solar panels or wind or whatever clean energy source it might be, then that's actually, you know, reducing carbon emissions. So it's, it's a combination and teamwork effort of watching the transportation industry slowly change to electric vehicles and, and using that. And that's not going to happen overnight. Like I said, people are going to continue using gas vehicles until they until they die. I'll be honest, I I probably will use a gas vehicle for a little bit here for a while until I can afford an electric vehicle because those are expensive, too. Sure. Uh, so that'll continue to advance and those cars will be made cheaper and more affordable. But then beyond that, we need to also work in conjunction on the energy industry to have that convert over to zero carbon emissions. Because, like I said, electric cars is just changing where the carbon emissions is happening. Mm -hmm. So it's addressing that issue at its core, at its base, and where electricity is coming from that will really actually make an impact on carbon emissions. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Grace, yeah. before before we let you go, because I know you have other places to be and other people to <laughs> talk to, I just wanted to ask you quickly about this article yeah. that was in Vogue. Um, the article is titled How the Miss America 2023 Pageant Broke Free of Its Sexist Superficial Roots. And a lot of former misses were extremely offended by the title of that article, not mm -hmm. necessarily the content within the article, because I don't really think there was anything wrong with the content. It was the, the headline that really set people off. What would you say to those women who have walked across that Miss America stage who are offended by that article? First off, those are the women I still look up to. Becoming Miss America that night, I got to meet many of the women that competed when there was still swimwear, when it was still a beauty pageant. I still respect so much of who they are, what they represent, and the confidence they embody. The Miss America organization is changing, and not everyone supports those changes, but I, as Miss America right now, I'm seeing how it's continuing to affect women across the country. Right now, I'm a nuclear engineering student, a classical violinist, a competitive water skier, a family member, friend, outdoors woman, and so many things because we're representing the women who can, and women always have been able to. We're just changing how it's shown. And this year's class of candidates really represented that. We've got future trauma surgeons, we've got attorneys, we've got performing arts specialists, teachers, nurses, so many women that are going to go on and change the world, not necessarily as Miss America, but in, in their own ways and, and things like that, which is truly remarkable. And it's a, such a diverse class that we had this year in terms of backgrounds and, and who they are and what they represent. Man, well, you, you just brought it all. We were yeah. so proud of it. You won Thank and you. everybody was freaking out. Uh, and that's how we brought down on the internet that night absolutely <laughs> yes. we're so proud of you and we're so happy for you we cannot wait to see all the amazing things you do as miss america well, thank you so much nikki thank i appreciate you, it